What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Alter Nerd Reality Podcast, where we talk about everything gaming, everything nerdy, basically everything awesome. I am Heber Hammer. It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. Hey, there we go. Oh, I I spoke too early. It still had a little bit more. Yeah, you. Okay, my bad. I'll get it next time. Also, just as a note, that one is a little bit too soft. Next time, we got to bring that one up a bit. All Um, right, all right. But, and then of course we have the Hooch. Who wants the body massage? What's up? <laughs> Wait, what did that say? What about a massage? <laughs> body Who massage. Who wants a body massage? Body massage. What body is that from? Massage. Oh my God, from the G.I. Joe PSAs. It's the bottom massage machine. <laughs> it's the bottom, what the fuck? Oh my God. Okay, and then we, yeah. and then we have Muggin. It really whips the llama's ass. Yeah. That might be a little loud. <laughs> no, that one was actually, that was they're good. all actually kind of quiet. That was good. All right. They're uh, okay. a little quiet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, all right. Well, that is all of us. We are here once again to talk to you guys about all the games, all the nerdiness, everything that came out. Unfortunately, this week, uh, we do have kind of a small week, right? Been Yeah, not a whole lot this week. Yeah, I mean, it's been I mean, releases. There's, yeah, there's one major thing uh, that none of us have actually really participated in, but yeah. I have Outside my bot. We'll get to it, actually. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get, yeah. But let me go yeah. ahead and, and get the shameless shilling out of the way first. So, of course, um, you guys can find us on Patreon. Uh, that's where you can go to support us. Uh, we have different tiers that give different gifts, <laughs> I suppose you could say. And so you can check that out over on patreon.com forward slash ANR pod. And um, then, of course, we have the public Discord, which is discord.me forward slash ANR, where you can come and talk to us about. Anything and everything, we have uh, categories for literally anything from finance to TVs to games, all that kind of stuff. So check it out and uh, make sure to go to role selection and you can just react to things uh, to pick what categories you want to be a part of. And then lastly, you can, of course, give us five star reviews on Apple Podcast because that does a lot for the show. So and it's totally free. So it really helps out a bunch. So please make sure you go ahead and do that. And that wraps up the shameless shilling for this week. So Huzzah. that's right. Uh, let's go. Oh, ahead and wait, start. Hold on. If we're going to wrap the shameless shilling, we got to do this. Uh, yes. I like the applause. There we go. There we go. There we go. Actually, you know, you need to get that. Um, what was it? Lady Gaga song. I live on the applause, applause, no, applause. No, I live on the applause, applause. Are yeah. you trying to get us canceled? I Is that what you're trying to do? Get me on that train right now, dude. <laughs> Next time, get me, get me that clip, please. Um, all right. Anyways, uh, but let's go ahead and start off with Muggin. Let's do you this week since you were gone last week. Yes, I was gone last week. So, um, I don't remember what was going on, but we were, uh, my wife and I were like, oh, let's watch something new, blah, blah. And I was like, well, you know, there's this show I've been wanting to watch, Lovecraft Country. And um, she had been like, the last two times I brought it up, she's like, oh, I don't want to watch that. So I played the trailer for her. And I don't know if it was like she was just ready. She wanted to watch something like creepy or yeah. something. And she okay, was like, gotcha. oh, I'm in. So we've been like binging that. Like we do like two episodes and then we take a night off, you know, because it's kind of, it's dude. How that many show, seasons? Just one. There's just one. Uh, and and that is not the one. 10 episodes, that, I think. 12 episodes. That's not the new kind of horror one that came out with Bradley Cooper, right? No. The new HBO series? No. No. 
Okay, never mind. No, this is a different one. It's a couple years old now, I think. Maybe like Oh, so it's not getting a second season. I don't know. I, I haven't finished the first season, so I didn't bother looking it up just from the fact that, you know, they'd be like, well, when this happened at the end, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and true. I'd be like, God damn it. So, I have a um, hard time getting invested into... <laughs> Wait, 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 hold on a second. Green wait, for a second. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So yeah. are you you're you're upset that you would hear about something that happened and then you'd have to go back and watch it? So it spoiled it for you? Uh-oh. Oh god, come on, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to No, here, here's the difference. I'm not going to I'm not going to this is now we're bleeding into like pre pre-chat, but I'm not going to go out exactly. and actively seek a spoiler, but if I watch a trailer for a movie Plus, and this there's is a spoiler, speculation. It, That's I'm definitive. not going to freak out, and I'm also not going to give a crap about speculation. But in the, in this case, like, <laughs> I'm not going to be like two episodes from the end. Oh, give me a play by play of the final episode of Lovecraft Country. <laughs> well, I'll read it right before I watch it. You're like, yeah, no, I'm not going to actively seek out a spoiler but if i watch a trailer and they're like oh and they're like oh well that guy's in the movie i guess you know i mean i'm not gonna like be pissed off <laughs> I, that's that's what we were talking about I, earlier don't you twist don't you and twist for the my full, words boy <laughs> and for the full context become a patron and, yeah. and hear the uh, yeah, full yeah. patron record <laughs> but anyway that, yeah, that show that show is really good if you're i mean if you're into like you know lovecraftian style you know old god full freaky jibber jabber a million eyeball monsters and shit that's that's definitely a show to watch but it's also mixed okay. with um did, did you watch it hooch no i haven't but, okay um, so it's, i've seen it and one of the the biggest i think things was that lowcraft was a, was a huge racist right but here's the th- right yeah but here's the thing and this is why this show i think in particular is very interesting so like the main characters are all black every one of them Yep. And it yep. it also has a really heavy focus on, like, the trials and tribulations of just straight up being black in that time period. And, like, like they go into, like, um, like sunset counties. Like, you you know what those are? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yep. so like, exactly there's, there's scenes is. that have to deal with that and, like, some serious, like, hardcore, like, racism stuff when you're, like, you're, like, watching it and you're, like, dude. So that coupled with... Like those being the main characters, coupled with the fact that they're also dealing with like all this like crazy ass cosmic horror and magic and shit, kind of like even then ups the stakes even more. Because while they're just their day to day life is like fraught with trials and tribulations, and the fact that like at any moment some white person could just blow their brains out and no one would say anything about it, you know what I mean? Right. Plus, they have like you know, thousand eyed monsters trying to bite their heads off. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like it's a very interesting. Like juxtaposition to, to do it that way, and I think that yeah, that like was a really smart that. move. Yeah, it's it's and yeah, it's it's it, those episodes are dense. Like we watched the first mm-hmm. episode, and I, I should you know I thought it was like two hours long, and it was like fifty two minutes, and it was just because yeah. it is just it is like packed. To well, the did gills. it seem long because you were bored for most of it? No, I seemed it? long because no, I, I think we were so, so into it. You're so into it and so okay. invested and then there's also there's so much going coming at you that you're absorbing that you just you feel like you've watched 2 hours of content, but it was only an hour. Gotcha. So it, it's in a good way, not in a bad way. Does that make sense? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, I recommend it. Um we're two episodes, we got two more episodes to watch, so I'm looking forward to see where it goes. It's definitely Good. Um, nice, nice. So then, um, the other show. So I got sick. I got sick as balls. 
So I, I got like a, yeah, I got an infection and I was running like 103 degree fever for like 30 hours, 36 hours or something like that. It was terrible. So I was like completely <laughs> non-functional. Um, but I was functional just enough on that second day to, to binge the last four or five episodes of Peacemaker. So I finished it. It was awesome. Bring on season two. Let's go. Um, Hold on. I got something for that. Yeah. I wanted to give you a chance to finish because I didn't want to just interrupt you. No, you should have just done it. That was worthy. But yeah, no, it was it was really good. I'm sure you guys I mean, I think you guys already talked about it, but it was yeah. very good. I was very happy with we it. We did, but yeah, I mean, we did, but so it like I've been deep diving through a lot of stuff um now that it's done. Um just hearing different takes on what people thought of the show, a lot of stuff from James Gunn and how how pleased he was with it. Um Nothing speculating about what's happening in season two yet. Um, they did confirm it that it's coming, though. Yes, we we are getting a season two, which is amazing uh, because like I, a lot of people are saying, like this is one of the best shows that was available right now to watch. Um, and again, like the it's it's James Gunn doing James Gunn. He's taking music um, that he you know, loves and enjoys and making it a pivotal piece of the the show uh, and turning it into something that everybody else enjoys with them. We were talking earlier about Wigwam, who does the theme song and what this show and that opening credits has done for them and how much they're leading into it. As a result. Yeah, I think I think the thing I think so I think James Gunn in general has this really um and I don't know if he's purposely done this, but he, all of his like crews that he's working with, like Guardians and and Suicide Squad and Peace, they're really like B and C tier characters. They're not like mm-hmm. he's not doing Superman, he's not doing Batman, he's not doing. You're Spider-Man. telling me Peacemaker isn't in the same tier as Superman is? Well, probably Superman sucks, but anyway. Um, <laughs> is he, but what I'm saying is like that you go into these these things with no preconceived notion. Right. So it really yeah. gives him an opportunity to really kind of stake a claim and, and reimagine these characters and, and create something. It gives him a, a basis to work off of. Right. But then he can put his stamp on it and people don't get pissed off. Right. So you don't get like that. Exactly. Well, that's not my Batman or that's not my Superman or, you know what I mean? Like George Clooney, yeah. what? You know, it's just like, so <laughs> why are there nipples on the bat suit? Um, oh, God. <laughs> but. So I think I I don't know if he I don't know if that's by design or if he's just lucky that way. But I think that it's worked out really well for him. Plus the fact that he's just he's a good writer. He's a good director. He he picks the right actors for the parts. I think also like John Cena was that's huge perfection in that park part. Like you couldn't have found it's kind of like, you know, when the rock gets the right role. Do you know what I mean? Like, yep. Yeah. You get it. You see it. And you're like. Well, nobody else could have done that. You know what I mean? Like that that's literally his role and, and there's roles that are written for him, you know? And uh Here's and I question. think he's the same way like uh, like following up on that, who do you think has more range, Cena or Johnson? Or Johnson? Dwayne Johnson. J- Dwayne Johnson. The Rock. The Rock. Dwayne Johnson? Yeah. I I don't know. I'd say they're pretty they're, they're both pretty, pretty close. One note, I mean, they're pretty close. They they I don't know. I Go ahead, go ahead. I just don't know. I, I think they pro they both have about the same range. Like they can go yeah. serious action and they both know how to do slapstick and comedy and I think they both can lean in either direction or in between. Yeah. But I'm like 
I don't see either one of them getting like, you know, dramatic actor of the year. You know what I mean? No, God, no. They're not winning any Oscars for best. But when it comes to like like that action, comedy and comedic action, I think both of them have about about an equivalent range. Did you find that when Cena was doing like some of the more dramatic scenes that there was like a believable amount of emotion there? Or do you think it was just super hammy and just not? It didn't. It didn't uh, hit right. I don't know. I, I mean, think, I go ahead and you go. Well, no, I was just gonna say that. Like, I definitely think it was, it was believable, but it wasn't like Oscar worthy. You know what I mean? No, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I, I, I thought Oscar-worthy. that this, as an actor, he should be able to do at least that kind of thing. You know? Yeah, I would say that I found that for the movie, for the show, mm-hmm. and for what he was. You know, the overall feel of the show, I think he was like on point the whole time. And yeah, it may have been cool. a little hammy and a little bit cheesy, but I think that was specifically it it, it was the right be. choice for that show. Yeah. 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 You know, like if he got like mega serious and like like hit that Oscar level that seriousness, you'd be like, What in the hell is going like this feels out of place? So he had just the right amount expect- of ham to, to get through it. Yeah. Don't expect him to see in like Steel Magnolias Part Three or something like that. Right? But, but, but he should be. I, mean, I hope you did not just manifest that. <laughs> or actually, yeah, I hope you did just manifest that. Come think of it. Him and John him C. and and Steel the Rock Magnolias. together in Steel Magnolias Three, the Twilight oh Years. God. There you go. Driving Miss Daisy Two. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> now you're just now you're just making mistakes. So um, <laughs> the other. Um, Thing my um, tiny epic dungeons board game showed up. Uh, I don't know, like a week and a half ago, but I finally got to drop it on the table today with nice. Zach, and it was perfection. Chef's kiss. Um, it was epic. Yeah, and it was tiny. Um, but no, it was like I would say like I'm a big fan of like dungeon crawlers, but they're very notorious for having like ridiculous setup times, like. You could spend thirty to forty-five minutes just getting all the I was cards and shit out. How long yeah. did it take to actually play the game? So, first game, they have this app called Diced. It's like mm-hmm. or Diced or what? I don't know how you pronounce it because it's, it's got a Z in it, you know, because it gotta be snazzy. <laughs> but it has this yeah. really, really awesome interactive voiced with music um, tutorial where it's like you play the game and it asks you questions of like what's going on with your board state and you tell it like oh i just did an attack and it so then it gives you like okay so do this roll these dice what did your dice say blah 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 and you and it gives you the rules and it tells you how to play the game um based on that so i had read the rule book and then we watched that for like the first maybe 20 minutes that we were playing to learn mm-hmm. the basics of movement and the torch and and all the other things and then we just went off and just played and uh, I think it took, we were playing for about two two hours, two to two and a half hours with setup and watching the tutorial and learning the rules, you know, and, and, and. So I think it's like, I think now that we know it, I think it'd be down to maybe about an hour and a half, which is pretty reasonable for, and he was engaged the whole time, my eight-year-old. Um, he's like, this is, this might be my favorite game now, dad. I'm like, hell yeah, it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So it was, you know, and, and. Opening the box to being ready to play was like ten minutes, okay, which is really fast oh, wow. for for that. And there's a good amount of variety, and there's um, 
a lot of randomization, the way the dungeon builds is really slick, the way everything interacts, how monsters spawn, how to get to the main boss, what happens when the giant dragon leaves his lair and like quotes the entire dungeon with molten lava and kills all your characters. Um, very cool. So, um, so you, so you think it's actually a pretty decent thing to have for like younger kids or, I mean, if, if um, it is, there is complexity, um, to it. And there is, I mean, the one, the one gripe that I've seen online in general is that because of its size and like how small everything is, because tiny Epic is all about like, you know, it all fits in this one size box it's very small. It's compact. It's easy. Um, there are a lot of icons with no words like a lot of icons mm. so we okay. did find ourselves in the beginning like referencing back to the icon like reference sheet on the back of the manual but once you kind of get what they are the majority of the icon the, the icons you see all the time are pretty easy but yeah i mean it was basic math and for him it was cool because i was like all right well what's this plus this plus this minus that you know, divided by the, you know what I mean? And he was able to do all the math necessary to determine if he took damage, if they took damage. And so, yeah, but it's got this, okay. it's got this, um, torch mechanic where every time you end your turn, the, t- the torch goes down on the torch track. And if it gets to mm-hmm. the bottom of the track, you just lose because you basically run out of light and the dungeon eats you. Um, so, so we were, we were fighting the boss. He went into the layer first and just wallop the shit out of this dragon right like just beat him within an inch of his life and uh with like one swing i mean he couldn't have rolled better and uh there's a mechanic on the bosses where when they get to a certain uh hit point threshold they have to be dragged through the dungeon to an altar to like break a magic seal that's on them that prevents them from taking damage so he basically got him to that point and then the dragon like breathed fire and knocked him out and then ran out of the dungeon layer towards me. So I'm like, I'm, I'm like hauling ass to this altar so that he like comes to the altar, you know, and gets, gets the, the seal broken, like right as I die. And then he, you know, you get a knocked unconscious so you can stand back up the next turn so that he could stand up and then run out and shoot him in the back. And we do all this and it literally comes down to, my I I my turn the the completion of my turn where I got him to the point it moved to the final space on the torch track so Zach is oh, wow. he's my son is is standing there lined up to take the shot to end the game he only has three hit the bad guy only has three hit points left and the torch light runs out so we're like well let's r- run it through anyway and see what would happen and he literally just aces this dragon off the board so we were like one freaking turn from winning the game and we lose so oh. i was like but i was like i was like fully i'm like i'm down this works for me man first game yeah that close i'm in yeah. yeah so mechanics wise easy to like pick up and learn it's got a lot of depth and then if you get your hands on like the deluxe and the expansion you've got i think it's 10 boss monsters and 15 playable characters and you know, a bunch of extra dungeon tiles and encounters and stuff. There's a lot of content in there for for what you pay for it. So definitely nice. Okay, very cool, very cool. I I decided to look it up while um, while you were talking about it on the Kickstarter. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The Kickstarter's all just landed everywhere, so this should be up on their site. You can pre-order it on their website now. Um, yeah, get yeah. the deluxe version, oh, oh. and it comes with the Kickstarter goodies. So okay, so directly on their site, huh? Yeah, if you get yeah. it from Gameland Games, 
that they sell the deluxe version and the deluxe version has like the mini expansion that you got from the Kickstarter. And then I see I bought the, you know, my copy came with the expansion stories, which has like six more playable characters and a bunch, couple of bosses and stuff. And then the other thing I bought was the, um, the boss meeples for 10 bucks. So instead of this one token that represented all 10 bosses, you get an, a, a stylized like piece for each boss. Which definitely oh, added cool. to it, yeah. We're definitely worth the ten bucks. Uh, what about you? Uh, we talking about what I did this week? Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, first and foremost, I'm gonna I'm gonna do quick. I finally got a chance to watch Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, nice. I decided to do a movie night with the family on Friday night, which meant I went to the movie theater and picked up some popcorn and hot dogs for the kids and brought it all home. And then we got sat, we sat down and watched movie, ate movie theater popcorn while watching uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Initially, my uh, seven-year-old was uh, a little bit kind of scared at first. He was like, I don't know if I want to watch this. But he warmed up real quick, and both kids, I think, liked it. Um, and actually, it wasn't a bad movie. Uh, it was definitely much better than the Ghostbusters reboot. That happened a few years ago, um, and it had some nice. It had a lot of cool like Easter eggs and callbacks to um, the first uh, Ghostbuster movie. Um, and so, like I said, overall, it was just a nice, cool thing to sit down and, and run a little bit of nostalgia back. Because I found myself saying several times, like, "Oh, ooh, hey, there's that," you know, or you recognize something that was uh, a piece of uh, the previous or the first movie, and not things that were like super obvious uh, but some things where you're like that was the thing that sat in the corner over there oh, i remember that uh so if you were paying attention you could like you know pick it up real quick but i said oh. overall that was that was fun most of my week however was spent slow rolling my way through horizon forbidden west and when i say slow rolling i mean like i'm trying to clear out as much as I possibly can before going on to the next area. I'm like, have I checked off all of the freaking icons that I can see? Have I opened up everything <laughs> in the area? Can I see all the stuff? Is there shit that I can't get to yet? Yeah, that means I gotta go through it. So yeah, I'm taking my sweet ass time through this game because I am having a blast. I'm This was everything that I was hoping to get from this game. Very nice. Yeah. Is that is that everything that you did this week? Uh, last but not least, a little bit of a humble brag moment. Uh, uh, I got some new headphones. Of course, there's always a. Oh, I used to have a sound where I, I it was me saying humble brag, but I got rid of it. Um, uh, but yeah, I decided uh, I needed to change out my headphones because the ones I had were getting a little long in the tooth and weren't sounding as good. So I got some Steel Series Arctis Pro headphones, wireless. I've gone and joined the wireless group. Um, okay. Initially, I was like, I don't know if I like the sound of these. But then I went back and compared them to my old ones and go, oh, okay. Now I see why everybody's raving about these. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only problem I have is they are a closed ear instead of an open ear. And the old ones I had were an open ear, but I could swap them out for closed ear um, earbuds or ear earpieces or whatever. Um, the problem with the closed ears, I, I can't hear anything around me. And unless I have like my voice piped through the audio and like listening to myself, which there's a delay and it sucks. Um, it's like, I feel like I'm like almost yelling because everything is kind of muted. Ah, okay. Gotcha. But okay. overall, I mean like Works the, well one of the it. coolest things it does. Yeah. It, oh yeah. Yeah. But one of the things about these that I like is it has 
two um, broad, two wireless or Bluetooth uh, signals. So I can listen to both like my computer and if somebody calls me, I can pick up my phone and have both going at the same time in my ears. And I like that talk. feature. That's useful. Yeah. Yeah. Quite useful. Another thing is because it's wireless, it has a battery pack and it has two battery packs. One sits in the dock. It's constantly charging, and the other one is in the actual earpiece. So yeah, so the battery right now you just do a quick swap, just do a quick swap, and I'm always swapping, so I always have battery. It's awesome. Yeah. Smart, smart, yep. smart but, designs. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And I'm, the reason why I picked it up is because everybody was raving about it. So, hmm. oh, very nice. Um, for me, it was super slow this week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did play a bit of Horizon whenever I got time. Um, still slow rolling my way through it as well, uh, doing the same kind of thing. Unfortunately, with games that I really like, I'm a bit of a completionist as well. Um, so, yeah, been going through that. Holds up, though, for sure. Like, it is everything I wanted and more. You know, one of the few game titles where I can say that. So, definitely very good there. Um, other than that, I've been watching Miss Maisel. Um, the new season just came out, so I've been doing that. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, just a PSA for anyone that, that cares at all. Um, I believe the new season of Peaky Blinders is coming out, like, tomorrow. So if you're Oh, my wife loves that show. Oh, your wife has good fucking taste then. I don't know why you don't watch it. Because <laughs> I can't watch a show with my wife. I just can't because she falls asleep and she has to watch every episode. What happens is I'll go in to the bedroom like after she's watching it and I'll stand there and I'll I'll catch bits and pieces of it like that happened with Succession it happened with um uh 1883 and it happened with a little bit of Peaky Blinders too where I'll catch snippets where something will come mm-hmm. in and I'll stand there I'll be like oh and I'll just I'll wind up watching a full episode or two while I'm just standing there getting ready to go to bed or just came in to go to the bathroom and I'm heading back out or something yeah um yeah but but then the problem is is if I do that, she's usually asleep. So then when I come back the next night, she's watching the episode that I Again. watched the night before. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to sit here and watch the same episode six times. Well, let me tell you what. Peaky Blinders is an astounding show. So, like, truly astounding show. Definitely <laughs> check it out. I mean, it is it is amazing. I think it's, I can legitimately say it's like Tom Hardy's best performance, too, on there. Um, he, he plays a, a pretty fucking cool role, and he's a, a, amazing on it. Um, but yeah, every everyone and and the roles are are great. But it comes out tomorrow, um. So anyone that's a fan of it, definitely make time to watch it. I know I'm gonna be watching the shit out of it. So yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that's pretty much pretty much it for me this week. Uh, I've been playing. I suppose I should mention. Yeah, I've been playing the uh, TFT update and the LOR update, Legend of Terra and Team Fight Tactics. <gasps> So, yeah, I've been playing both of those. Silco in the game for TFT, so that was pretty cool. Oh, uh, nice. I've There's one thing mm-hmm. I forgot, but keep going. I just remembered something. Uh, no, that's, uh, pretty, that's pretty much it for my week, actually. Oh, so I actually fired up uh, Legends of Runeterra, the card game. I forgot to tell you oh, about that. Oh, what'd you think? I, played, I, I just played a little bit of it. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm still trying to wrap my head a little bit around the, the different phases so like you mm-hmm. you place your cards and then the whoever has the co- the token can set up for an attack you get a right. chance to block 
and then yeah, mm-hmm. and you know then everything ex- executes so like i'm still in that that early phase of trying to kind of like rock everything and how it plays out but yeah like yeah. i do like the 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 production value of it is really cool like the exactly. voice the voice acting and everything there's um, card interactions the, the cards will yeah. talk to each yeah, other yeah. and stuff like that yeah yeah and also i like how some like when the i think it's like the cards or when you get a character or whatever like they're not just kind of like confined to the cards like some of the stuff it's like it has like a three-dimensional feel to the characters when they're on the cards like yes and they do interact and talk to one another so like i i do there's animations when they attack and you know gain effects and you know whenever they level up they actually have like a little cinematic sequence and stuff like that yeah that's what it was the level up yes the level up has a cinematic sequence yes so I like what they what they're doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep trying, uh, you know, playing as I as I get time here and there. But most of my time is gonna be Forbidden West. So, yeah, what's we'll, actually we'll interesting, what uh, I I can probably mention this now. It's a decent time to mention it. But with uh, LOR, um, you know, the the card game, there's so the Path of Champions has been like the new addition to the game recently, like the new game mode addition. Yeah. As of the past, like, three months, basically, I believe it is. Maybe four. Um, but, and, and it's a it's a PvE mode, essentially, right? And they've seen, they just did a roadmap update for the year, um, like, two days ago. And they announced, you know, what's going to be coming. And they also announced some statistics. And although, you know, the game's done very well so far, uh, Path of Champ- since Path of Champions has come out, their player base has actually doubled. And it's now a more popular mode than all of the other modes combined. Yeah. So because- that's how good of a game mode Path of Champions is. And so they've taken that and they've realized, okay, people really want a PvE-style card game that they can you know play and uh you know not just have it confined to pvp exclusively and um you know there's other card games that have kind of ventured into it too but now they've decided since that's you know what people obviously want um they're going to be dedicating a lot more time and money to building out this pve section of this game so there's going to be we're talking raids multiplayer so you can partner up with buddies and like an interesting thing about path of champions is that there's a loot based system to it as well so like a randomized loot based system so uh, that you get when defeating certain you know bosses and things like that already so they're going to be building upon that and so whenever you start talking about raids and all that kind of stuff it's basically if it seems kind of like a uh, like what they're shooting for is going to be like, you know, a, a multiplayer, um, like, I don't know, kind of MMO RPG scenario, you know what I mean? But, but yeah, in, in the card system. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I'm super excited about that. Um, so, yeah, I know. And I know were, were you behind the helm, they're going to do it right. Were you shocked to hear the numbers that like PVE was yes. such a popular thing? Oh, well, yes and no. Like, yeah. I always knew that I loved that stuff more. Like, in okay. this game specifically, I, like, in the, for the card game, like, I, it's harder for me whenever I lose in PvP on this card game because I know it's my, f- I mean, it's partly cards, but it's also, like, I have no one to blame but myself, 
You know what I mean? <laughs> and okay. in, in the MOBA, I can blame all my fucking idiot teammates. <laughs> oh, you're one of them. So I'm I'm one of those people where it's um, yeah, like it's it's harder for me whenever I whenever I lose on on LOR. So um, I, you know, I love it and I play it. But PVE, especially if I'm playing against the computer, I don't give a shit. Right. So. You know, if I lose, I mean, by by meaning that, I mean, if I lose, it's, you know, I blame a oh, fucking rigged system, whatever. <laughs> I, and, and one of the things I've noticed is like when you're dealing with a PVE system, uh-huh. it's it's a it's a static solution that the player or a static question that the player has to answer or a static problem that they have well, yeah, to solve. You, you can understand it, right? You can. Yeah. It's yeah. more predictable. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And less so, cognitive load. Right. 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 And so. uh yeah, there, it's it's really nice, and I mean, although like lots of incidents of the of that gameplay is bullshit, right? Like, there's so many bosses and things like that that I played against where I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to beat that? But I find a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and at the same time, you're pretty bullshit too if you really look at yourself and the bonuses you've gotten and stuff <laughs> like that. So it's really figuring out how to utilize it. But um, yeah, just the I I definitely am surprised that the statistics in general matched up with what I thought was probably the minority opinion for a card game like that, which has classically always been PvP, um, yeah. at least PvP focused. So yeah, so I was I was excited um, for sure uh, whenever they said that they were really going to be building that out. I was definitely surprised that it doubled its player base um, in yeah. just just a few months. So yeah. that's good pretty cool though I'm, I'm digging it a lot so definitely check out for you definitely check out the path of champions mode just so you can get your get your feet wet there because it's so so much fun yeah i, I will definitely do is that is that where it starts you initially or is that a game mode you have to unlock at some point i i mean it's hard to say for me because i've you know i'm, I'm you haven't yeah uh, but I'm pretty sure it, it should just start you right off on it like I don't think there's anything I think it you know gated in that game. okay Okay, yeah, I think it did because it, it does start you on a PVE campaign mode. Uh, it gives you a jinx well, deck, and then you go on your merry way. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know if they replaced. They used to have a kind of like tutorial mode that you go through different systems on, and I think that was also started with jinx. But this one starts with actually, I think the base mode is five. I don't remember, but yeah, you're probably okay. on it. But it's called Path of Champions, regardless. So just check okay. the name of okay. the, the mode you're in. Um, anyways, right, I will. Yeah, sorry, that was a huge um, divergence from where we we're going. So let's go ahead and move we don't on have a lot to, to talk thing. about today. That's yeah, true. We don't have a lot that's to talk true. about today. So that's that's why I was like more willing to de- do a deeper dive on stuff. Yeah, like, you know, like okay, so we're all good. You you yep, uh, we're good. Go got ahead. everything you want to go through. All right, mm-hmm. all right. On that note, hey. God dang, that was loud. That was loud in my ears. That all was right. good for me. Um, Fine for me. All right, good, great. Good. As long as you guys don't get your ears blown out, that's fine. Um, we all know Henry Cavill is king of the nerds, right? Yes. Right, right, right. All right. He's doubling, tripling. I don't know what we're going to call it at this point, but this dude's trying to do all the nerd shit. Uh, recently, we didn't talk about this last week because it happened last week. Uh, he was cast in the Highlander reboot. We didn't talk about that, Hebrew. Why not? He was? Yeah. Yeah, Henry he's, the, he's, the, cast the, he's the, the lead. Reboot. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Now, I like that's good, right? But <laughs> at the same time, like I mean, that's a like pretty legendary movie. So like, I'm worried that 
you know, it might not do well. And my, my boy, my, my King Henry is going to be at the helm of that and probably take the brunt if it doesn't do well. So I think that's fine. The question is, can they break the Highlander curse? Right. Because, you know, first movie, Amazeballs, second movie. eh, Yeah. uh, Everything that followed. And then, um, you know, the TV show actually was pretty good. Um, I'm a, you know, my opinion, I thought it was pretty good. I watched it. Um, but um, they were talking about how much they loved everything about the original 1986 straight down to the fact that, like, it was basically a queen, you know, music video. So, right. you know, they have the <laughs> they have the right, um, like, mindset. And I think that him and the director that are doing it are, um, you know, both fans of the series of the show as well. So right. hopefully they can figure out a way to make it work. I mean, yeah, I just I love Henry Cavill so much that I'm worried. I just don't want to put him in the, uh, you know, in harm's way whenever the critics come rolling out. So, yeah, I think he'll there. I think he'll be fine. Don't yeah, forget listen, and, and, and even then, everyone's allowed to have right. a stinker. Right. So, yeah, I just you don't want just... him to have one, though. I get he, worried with him. He He's did have a stinker. Good. It was called uh, Batman v Superman. That, that is fucking true. <laughs> that one, yeah. that one was that one wasn't even a singer. That one was and a clunker. The, that one was fucking and the first terrible. Justice League, the first Justice League. That was a shitter too. I haven't yeah. seen either one, so to oh, me they don't yeah. exist. Oh, so I'm good to go. It's yeah. It's yeah, honestly to keep like, it that way. It's Batman. I mean, Batman v Superman was a straight up travesty. That thing was that, hot garbage. Oh, I mean, oh god. Uh, what Suicide Squad was better than that. That shit. Um. You know what? You're right. I hate to admit it, yeah. but you're right. The first Suicide Squad was I think better it goes, than Batman. I think v it goes um, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, Justice League, as far as garbage to garbage. Uh, or garbage <laughs> to less garbage, I guess. Oh, uh, wow. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, so... Uh, dang it, I had something else. and uh, Oh, 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 oh. You were talking about the, the Queen and it... it struck me uh it rang a bell for me so queen did the original highlander right no was that highlander 2 no the Which first one did queen one. do it was first, first one, one first one right and you said that was okay so how many movies has queen done that with because i remember flash gordon yeah. when i was growing up oh they did it they huge. did it with a couple man i mean oh, queen oh, queen man. was gigantic what a great group anyway mm-hmm. uh all right astounding. so even i think that queen's amazing so there you go. Yeah. Oh no, Queen is amazing. Queen's amazing. It trans right. it transcends um age basically. His voice generations. Um, his voice yeah. Freddie Mercury's voice has like one of the longest ranges from from deep to high like ever recorded on audio. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that, nice. but it makes sense he's it's super operatic. So. Yeah, I I read a really interesting yeah. article on that where there was like some um there were some like audio professors and stuff that like like documented they they listened to all the music he ever recorded and they they were able to figure out what his lowest note he ever sung and the highest note and his range is like ridiculous huh. now in the in the movie bohemian rhapsody they say that's because he has extra teeth no oh, i don't or know is that i okay, no i actually okay, i like, heard that there is like some that? some truth to that it, well it's it's like the shape of the mouth or something because yeah. of that. Because he has actually, yeah. 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 I have no idea if that's actually true or not, but like it's, that seems, you know, it could be, I, I don't know the validity of it though. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, so uh, shifting back from Freddie Mercury back to Henry Cavill, and hopefully Henry Cavill doesn't try to play Freddie Mercury in anything. Uh, <laughs> but he's still he's still checking off the nerd boxes because uh, apparently he went to visit Warhammer HQ. Saw that uh, Muggin, you had you got a little bit more information on that? Yeah. So I, I mean, he's talked. I mean, I'm sure you've seen the video snippets where he talks about the fact that he like plays Warhammer and he paints models and yeah and all this stuff. Just so general badassery. He, yeah. he he has been like jonesing to go to the Warhammer headquarters for years, and apparently he finally got a chance to go. And uh, you know he did this big Instagram post with like a video that that the Warhammer guys put together of him like touring the studios. Yeah, and he was just like. He was like, he was like, it's not very often that I fanboy, but I totally fanboyed on all these designers and 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 artists and stuff that I met, like that crafted yeah. all these worlds that I love and stuff. So I saw some clips on TikTok because they went viral, and yeah. I gotta say, he was geeking out. He was geeking yeah. out pretty hard, and like, and he was like in the store, you know, meeting all these random people, taking pictures and signing autographs, and you know, he was just being just a kind of a stand-up dude. So again. Super nice guy, king of the nerds. Keep keep nerding, um, damn straight. You know, and make yeah, the rest of us man. nerds look. Bad. Does that make you? Does that make like you? I assume you want him to play something in Warhammer, right? Because you're a fan of Warhammer. Oh, I love Warhammer, but I, I, oh God, I don't know if you can adapt that and and not have it be like a total mess. To be honest, why why like, couldn't you adapt it? Is it just because like it's too long, messy history? Or I what? think it's just it's so overly complex. And mm-hmm. on top of that, it's like it's like super grim dark. Mm-hmm. So it, it could very easily get kind of just lumped in with like, oh, it's the Zack Snyder treatment of Star Wars or you know, some stupid mm-hmm. comment like that. And you know, so there's this really fine line if you were to try and turn that into a movie. And I worry that because that line would have to be tread so finely that they would just change it too much to make it palatable mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah so if they you look at like starcraft right yeah so like mm-hmm. if you look at starcraft so starcraft is basically a direct rip of warhammer 40k like they're not shy about it either they, they've said that that it was a huge influence on them right but mm-hmm. they remove a lot of the grimdark part of it do you know what i mean and it's more about you know, just surviving in a hostile world. And um, so I, I worry that they would just water it down too much. Do you know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. know. No, I, I think but I think if they sense. if they did, they would they should just like pick a space marine chapter or something like blood angels or dark angels or space wolves or ultramarines or something and like grab a platoon of them and like put them on a Xenos world trying to get out and like have it be a thing or something, you know, they could, they could probably pull like something a, like off a band that. of brothers kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Well, you, 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 I mean, that, and that, that's a great start. Like where you pick up a group and, um, or a section of the lore and try and find like, it's, it's very much like did, what arcane did. Yeah, did right? you see the trailer was, for, um, space Marine two yet? The new game no, that's coming. I did. So, so, so the the way that like the space marines drop in on the imperial guard so like if you think of it this way like imperial guard is like your normal army right and they just the emperor just is like you know send send 100,000 imperial guardsmen to die to the tyranids until we can get four space marines to go and clear the planet you know what i mean so it's just like these guys oh, are getting okay. like completely worked 
by this huge horde of Tyranids and in, in this like one space marine drops in and just completely decimates this giant horde of Tyranids and then two more space marines drop in and you're like oh damn this is gonna get they, they're gonna wreck this and so they do their thing and then they're they're like walking away and they're like okay well we killed everything bye and they don't even say anything and they just show this like guardsman who was like hiding behind a post about to like just completely die and he's just looking at these space marines like holy crap because they're like genetically engineered eight foot tall superhumans in power armor you know what i mean and it's just like mm, okay with with chainsaw swords you know it's like all right let's do this <laughs> um but yeah i, th- I mean i i think I I think it could be cool, but it it would definitely require the right like writers, directors, special effects, everything. I think it could be a it would be a big gamble. Where I do think it could be cool is if they did something like they did with um, Star Wars and those animated shorts, and they gave like oh. a bunch of anime studios and said everybody throw together like a twenty minute like Warhammer forty k clip or Warhammer Fantasy even. And like did like a little anthology like that. I think that could be pretty sweet. Hmm. That sounds good. Yeah. So anyway, All that's right. it. All right, that's it. <laughs> Never gets old. All right, moving on to more news. Uh, apparently, Nintendo has bought uh, SRD coding. Yeah. Uh, Mugging. Yeah. So those guys, they've been writing code for Nintendo for like forty years. Um. And like they made, they they did all the coding for like Ring Fit Adventure and some other stuff. They've done coding work for some of the Mario games. They've done some work on some of the Zelda games. So basically, Nintendo just purchased purchased the company that's been coding for them for you know four decades. Um, so you know, like Nintendo had said when people were like, "Well, what are you guys gonna do?" They're like, "Yeah, we don't we don't buy people unless it really really makes sense. They have to have a Nintendo DNA, and and these guys obviously do. So, you know, that's yeah. That. But if they're working them for forty years, you can't get yeah, yeah. much more Nintendo than that. Exactly. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, think about it. What? Well, I, I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good that they're doing that because I mean that was like a badass game anyway. So, or like if they did Ring Fit and stuff like that. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think that it's yeah. good that they have them, right? Well, yeah, it just brings what, it in house, so they have more control on scheduling and what they're working on, so they can just, right. you know, I, I don't think you're gonna you see much change there. I think it just allows Nintendo have have like a tighter control on scheduling, and these guys all worked on first party games, so it just it just bolsters their their code team for their first party teams in house rather than in house and this other group that they hired when they needed them. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, very good stuff. Forty years. That brings us back to what nineteen eighty two. Yeah, they worked on the Which original, is, you know, Nintendos and Super Nintendos and stuff. The and NES. They've been working on it all yeah. the way back. Yeah. yeah, so it's cool. Wow, I mean, I think crazy. that's kind of cool. Yeah. So. All right. Well, keeping with the Nintendo news, uh, with one good comes another bad. <laughs> Nintendo is apparently closing the Wii and 3DS eShops next year. Yeah, yeah. There's a big. There's like a big stink in the like video game preservation community and retro gaming and the 3ds is actually huge right now um like they're going you can it costs more to buy a, a new 3ds xl than it costs to buy a switch um they're just that the demand is really high and the stock is Damn. getting lower and um you know i know when i was looking to try and get an xl like they were going for like 250 bucks um 
Damn. You know, yeah, they're not cheap. Um, you can you can find systems for around the hundred and fifty dollar mark if you look really hard, um, or you can get Japanese 3ds LLs. But then you gotta like region swap them, and it's it's like a lot more complicated to hack them. Um, but it's definitely, in my opinion, you know, the 3ds is probably one of the best things to get your hands on right now because you can play. Uh, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, every Game Boy generation that's ever existed all has like built-in hardware emulation. So um, you can play Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. You can play the DS games on it because it is a dual-screen system. So you basically unlock a, just one of the largest catalogs of games that has ever existed um, between all that stuff. But um, you used to be able to you still can right now, but you can like go and buy, you know, oh, I want to play Pokemon Crystal from the Game Boy Color. You just go buy that for three bucks on the eShop and there's an inject that just runs in the virtual console. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's no VC, there's no virtual console on the Switch because they're kind of lumping it in with, um, you know, the online, the Switch, Switch online it has the free games as part of the subscription. Um, or the advanced subscription gets you the, you know, the N64 stuff. Um, you can't just go buy a game off the eShop and people are pretty pissed off. And I think that the big thing that I keep hearing is, well, if the switch just had the virtual console and just all these games you've already ported were just available on that VC, nobody would care that you're closing the eShops, but because they're not, and there's a lot of eShop digital exclusive, like games that were only ever released on the eShop that are really good. They're all just going to disappear, um, unable to be purchased anywhere else, never released on another system kind of stuff. So it's just kind of a, you know, there's always been this thing that, that people say, you know, like Nintendo doesn't cr- give a crap about preserving their past, you know, games and with games as an art form and all this other, you know, hubbub. People were just like, some people think it's too soon. Um, you know, the 3DS has only been discontinued, I think, for three years. Um Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So some people think it's too soon. Um, you know, you will still be able to download games. They, they've said basically there's no plans at this time that you won't be able to download. And they're just basically turning off the ability to purchase uh, the game. So, so like if you own a game already, it you can still have access. Yeah, to like it. you can delete it because you need space and then you can re-download it. You just won't. The, okay. Just basically all of the purchasing functionality will go away. So it could be that. There's a security loophole in it that they just don't. It's going to take too much time and money to code versus what they're turning, you know, call what they're making off of it, or you know, it's deprecated. Um, I'm sure there's some real good reason why they're finally just doing it, but um, it's still kind of crappy. Yeah, I mean, the Wii makes sense, but not necessarily the 3DS. What's well, the Wii they, U they, they as well? It. So the oh, Wii U okay. technically, oh, well, yeah. the Wii U and the 3DS were basically discontinued at the same time when the switch you know a yeah. year after the switch came out the switch yeah yeah i mean is it is it a possibility that that stuff resurfaces on the switch or no now, i mean there's always a chance but with the with the direction that they've gone so far with releasing their retro um collection people are just pessimistic that they would then all of a sudden also then offer you the ability to buy a game like outright for four or five bucks because yeah, that was the other thing the like their retro so huge, games right? were well priced like Two, three bucks to pick up an old, you know, Game Boy game or an old Super Nintendo game is pretty reasonable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're 
for their Nintendo Online, right? You still have the they have the library for uh what is it? The Super NES, the N64, and the NES? I haven't seen anything about so like it's, the, yeah, so the it's Wii or... For, so included with the base online, you get NES and SNES. If okay. you get the upgraded online, that comes that comes with the N64, the Sega Genesis, and then it also gives you the, um, the expansion DLC for Animal Crossing as part of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So okay. it's $25 more per year to get that. And and you do get a good amount of stuff for that twenty five bucks, especially if you play Animal Crossing, because that DLC is twenty five bucks anyway. Yeah. So yeah, so you, just you know, unfortunately, you're it's good. you're paying for it forever. It's not like you're just buying it and you got it forever. You know, it's part of your subscription. Precisely. So if you cancel online, it goes away. But I mean, they're 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 the cheapest online platform that exists out of all of them as well. So you know, anyway, um, yeah. Yeah. So that that's the setup. So, like, I only have the base. So, I have Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, hopefully this is just them trying to consolidate and and we'll see. Because that would be terrible to just lose access to that library of classic Nintendo games. Um, that especially if they're only available in digital yeah. form. Well, let's, I mean, let's be honest. Like, there's um, an internet archive that has literally every ROM. For all of, oh, for yeah. everything anyway, freely <laughs> yeah. available. Yeah, that's true. You know, thousands of titles, and it is it is unbelievably easy to hack a 3ds, which is why I recommend that anyone that can get one just get one because you buy yourself a thirty dollar two hundred fifty six gig micro SD card and you are just like, and then an hour to hack it and you are off to the races with whatever you ever wanted to play, um, you know, of your legal backups of what you've purchased. But um, yes. Yes, you can. But oh, it's yes. yeah, it's very this. easy to to you know go all digital and get a hold of the stuff and and this and that. So anyway, that's enough of that. All right, yeah, that's enough of that. Moving on, um, Deborah Ann Wall from uh, what was it? Uh, True Blood and Daredevil. Yes, Daredevil uh, yeah. is come has a new D and D Fifth Edition live play show. Was it Children of? Iarte? Is that I think it's that? yeah, I think it's Art. Arte. Art. Yeah, because it's got the E with a little um accent. Accent on it. So doesn't that make it like A art or something like that? Yeah, it doesn't in the notes. Well, yeah. Okay, my bad. My bad, um, homie. But, but um, yeah, so I, I do know first of all, I don't know have did you guys ever watch Relics and Rarities? Nope. No. No? So that was a show that was on, I want to say it was like, what's that one? It's like a YouTube conglomerate, kind of like, kind of like College Humor. Uh, there was mm-hmm. like nerd, nerd something, nerdly. What was, is it the one that um, uh, Felicia Day ran? No, no she no. ran it. So Deborah Ann Wolf ran it. The, the show called Relics and Rarity. It was actually a high production show, very similar to Critical Role, but at the time, Critical Role honestly didn't even seem to have the budget that um, Relics of Rarity did. Mm-hmm. It only got a season's worth though. It wasn't renewed for a second season, but they would each time they would have a guest come on and they would continue this campaign. Honestly, the campaign was fucking amazing. They had some really badass people on there, including Charlie Cox himself. He came on as well um, <clears throat> as one of the guests. But uh, that show was really fucking good. Um, it was out for a season. You had to subscribe to like the like I was saying, like the the nerdly like uh, mm-hmm. website or whatever. I just kept making. They had like a 
you know, if you sign up, you get a week free. So I kept making free, you know, accounts with bullshit mm-hmm. emails so I could keep watching for free whenever a new episode came out. But, um, yeah, no I uh, heard that. <laughs> yeah. <not at> all. <laughs> um, but anyway, so the fact that she's going to be doing a, you know, fifth edition live play, she has the skills. So I am yeah. excited to do it. it when it's supposed see. to also be like, from what I could tell from the trailer and some of the articles I read, it's supposed to be like a fairy tale um, style world. So it's not like your standard, like, mm, um, okay. you know, old school, you know, Renaissance period D and D it's, it's, it's her own, like completely dreamed up by her from the ground up world. Um, yeah, I've seen her talk about like D and D and stuff before. So mm-hmm. it actually, I think it'll be pretty cool. She's, I, I don't know these names very well, but I, I recognized, um, you know, that they're they're known voice actors and stuff that she's yeah. got um, like Hope Lavelle, Alicia Marie, Adam Bradford, Lauren Urban, and Jennifer Kretschmer are the are the five players, like the permanent members of the team. Um, yeah, I mean, well, she herself is is honestly an amazing DM. She's she's definitely a top, I guess, four DMs I've seen. What's really good about her style of DMing is that she is very good at making it feel super accessible to anyone that's that's mm-hmm. not only watching but playing so that's she does good. a really good job about that so it, it's it's good to see her um doing a show because like i think a lot of newcomers uh, they'll get it a lot more on her end than if they were to just jump into critical role yeah but um anyways but that's cool but the one thing i'm i am upset with her because she was supposed to do whenever they came out with the um, D&D Beyond League of Legends collaboration mm-hmm. and uh, they did that I think it was called like um, uh, it was something to do with Bilgewater but it was like a it was like a Bilgewater uh, playthrough that they made and it was really badass um, she bailed on the live play that she was supposed to be a part of mm. and then the whole thing ended up kind of dominoing you know out of existence but yeah, that really fucking pissed me off whenever she did that because I was all set to watch that live play. I'm so, sure there was some kind of conflict or something fell through. Well, with the she she posted on her Twitter that she had to pull out because of, of some personal reasons, like something oh, that yeah. happened. But um, soon afterwards, there was some kind of weird conflict uh, in the back end with League of Legends and D and D Beyond because they actually like took out the whole thing from D&D Beyond and wiped it out of existence like a week later Wow! because there was some kind of conflict of interest or something. So, yeah, that yeah. was pretty weird. Uh, side note, I'd like you to know that in that same description, you said Cox comes and pull out. I like to that. think that I like to think that Hooch has a little notebook. Yeah, he's like he's like scribbling <laughs> it during the whole show. Cox, he's like he's like out, he's like three, three. Okay, we can play the porn clip. Yeah, that's Let's the go. magic number. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for any opportunity to play that. But oh, it has to be in. It has to be in. It has to be all inside of one like like one line item on the show notes. It can't be like spread yeah. out. It's got to be like oh, you, I'm trying to keep myself as reserved as I possibly can. I don't want to push this too much i want I know to that's why cool it's th- that's why it has to be three not two i mean two would just be too yeah. easy 
Yeah, exactly. That third one. And one would just be like, nobody would say shit. All we it would just be like, yeah. it would just be that for like, you know, an hour. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of getting your groove on, how would you like oh, to get your groove on at a Star Wars themed hotel slash resort? I mean, not I for have, six grand. I have been seeing <laughs> nonstop videos of this on TikTok, dude. Nonstop videos. What are the what are the videos? Say? Wait, so people have just spent the six grand? No, 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 no. Oh. It's a it's a pre, no. It's a press preview that happened. Got it. Um, and then I believe so influencers are going. Yeah, yeah. The, all the influencers are going, and I believe the next batch is like um. There's a big Make-A-Wish foundation where they got a bunch of Make-A-Wish kids going, and then it opens to the public. Yeah. You know, then then the reservations yeah. are are out there. But I was I got a I got a call. I I know the guy who owns um, Official Picks, which is like one of the official Star Wars signature companies. Um, mm-hmm. I met him and his wife years and years and years ago at at Disney, and we've been we've we've kept up with each other. But he actually got to go as a member of the press because of his, you know, relationships and the fact that he sells autographs and he's, you know, technically press. So he was able to go, um, and check it out. Um, so she said he came back and was pretty stoked. The articles that I've read have all kind of basically been like, you know, you're basically two days in a LARP for star Wars and you spend a lot of time. They, they actually hand you like an iPhone 12 mini, that's like with its own OS that that acts as your data pad, and you get like text messages from characters on the ship and storylines and stuff are all unveiled through that. So you and they give it to every member of your party, even the kids. So like if you go oh, there wow. with with your family for six grand for four people, they're going to give you four data pads, and they're yours for the stay. And um, so, I mean, they, they said, oh, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was neat. It was this. It was that. It was very immersive, yada, yada. But they're like, but at the same time, like, you can do some pretty killer stuff vacation-wise with $6,000 exactly. just for your <laughs> just for your room and board. That doesn't include your paying ticket. It yep. doesn't include, you know, your souvenirs. It doesn't include your alcohol. You know what I mean? So... You know, once you take that six grand just for your stay, like you could get a plane ticket and a stay for a week in another country for that kind of money. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, yeah, that's where for them it kind of it kind of fell apart, like a two day trip for, you know, six thousand dollars for you and your two, you know, your, you know, a family of four is like excessive. Um, yeah, I mean, six thousand dollars you could. Yeah. From the videos, I will say this. Does it look like it's worth six thousand dollars? No. There are very few am, things. That am are I going to spend six thousand dollars to go? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? You're going? You're going to go? Like, oh, I'm for sure going to go. Yeah. <laughs> I already oh one hundred percent know that. Uh, no, I already I already spoke to the wife about it, so yeah, we're gonna we're definitely gonna go. Um, well, it, but, well, but the, but the thing is, for you, like it won't be six grand. It's only no, like well, it's only like right. four or that, something that like that without better. kids. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah, well, yeah, yeah. no, well, it's probably actually gonna be like well, maybe not six grand total, but like after we're done buying all of our shit there, like it's gonna be pretty it'll be expensive. six grand. Yeah. Well, I think I think yeah. also like if you were going, 
you would probably we're then make a longer stay. Well, you probably two. go for a week and you do the yeah. two days there, and then you do and like then, four days on another resort on property. Plus, exactly. you got to get four day yeah. tickets, and exactly, it's going to exactly. be expensive. But you know, yeah. yeah. Well, so I, I uh, think we're I, gonna. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I, I for one, uh, price aside, will not be going because, uh, you know, the the much like other places, uh, there are no mask mandates, and uh, I'm like, nope. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, <laughs> nope, nope, I'm, nope, nope, nope. I am definitely w- waiting. Like, we're not going. I mean, we, we can't go super soon anyway, so it's fine. But uh, I'm definitely waiting a bit to see, like, you know, what happens. Um, but like, I definitely know one way or the other, I, I am gonna go. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good. I mean, like it is going to be a lot of people there without masks for sure. So yeah. They just lifted the, um, the literally last week they lifted the mask uh, mandate for all of Disney world. So you no Which longer seems require like here, it's, it. It seems it's like here silly. specifically There's, it would fit in so well, like a mask would fit in so well. Yeah, so. Right. Um, <laughs> but they, uh, yeah, apparently I think the only place you have to wear a mask now is a tram. Or, mm. or the monorail or a bus. But but yeah. then you can get on a like a packed um, you know, boat for Pirates of Caribbean and be like, you know, yeah, touching right another to touching another mask. person yeah. with yeah. no mask exactly. on and that's okay. It's just it's such so stupid. But it's arbitrary, yeah. Yeah. It's it's just like yeah. it's just like, you know, just you know, fi- figure it out. Like either you are or you aren't. I mean we we actually and this is kinda nuts for me and my wife, but we decided last week that we were finally going to just cancel our our annual passes, and we've had those for I want to say like thirteen years. We've been going to wow. Disney. Like we have a DVC, like we have you know, which is their like you know timeshare property point system. You know, for fifty mm-hmm. years. You know, so we own we own mm-hmm. we take you know we own like a a a, a room a percentage of a room at the Polynesian. You know, for the vacation club, and right. she's even talking about now. We're even talking about selling that because we're just that? so wow. disappointed with, you know, the they they just changed all the passes and they like made them twice as expensive, but then added blackout dates and took away features of the pass that we had, and then this new genie plus thing where you gotta like buy your tickets to the rides now on top of paying to get in. Oh, it's just God. like yeah, it's like a total mess. It's it's a huge cluster f right now over there, and you know. So we're just like, you let's just none of it. Yeah, we'll just can it and then we'll wait. And you just feel kind of crappy because our daughter, our son got to go. We were go- taking him every month, you know, f- for his right. whole child, you know, his whole early childhood. And like our daughter has only gone like maybe five times and since she was born. And we feel kind of bad that she hasn't been able to get that experience. But it's just not oh, good. That sucks. That sucks. Anyway, such a All right, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's an unfortunate thing. Let's move on to something happy. <laughs> or I guess, I don't know. I have a solemn talked about note that. to switch that off on, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're just going <laughs> to. Oh, we're man. Just gonna yeah, life sucks. Sweep that under the rug. Yeah, the exactly. world is a flaming pile of dog crap. <laughs> anyway, flaming, Elden Ring came of, out this week. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> speaking of flaming pile of dog crap, no. Uh I'm kidding. I I only say that because I haven't played it. I purposely not bought it. I purposely not engaged with it. Uh, one, I'm not a huge Souls game fan to begin with. I did play Dark Souls three, um, 
and and actually played through all of that but i didn't get through bloodborne i didn't play dark souls one or two or demon souls or anything like that so like elden ring like looked good but it wasn't something that was drawing me in like so many other people have been engaged with this game since it came out um have either of you guys hit it up what do you guys think I, I bought it um so it is waiting for me but i have to finish um horizon first so yes. and i still have barely even touched pokemon so <laughs> I, i'm starting to build myself a, a mugging list a mugging backup list at this point but uh yeah, so I think I might just skip over Pokemon for now, and I think I'm just going to move right to Elden Ring after Horizon and see at least how that goes, how I like it. And if, if I'm like, eh, on it, then I'll move over to Pokemon. But yeah, definitely got to finish Horizon first. What about you, Mugin? Uh You know, I've never played um, one of these games before. Um, the Dark Souls stuff. Um mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I'm not sure. I, I, I need a games that re- respect my time. And um, to me, the problem with something like this is that the whole idea of like, you know, fighting the same dude 50 times until I get it right or learn the mechanic or buy. Um, do you know what I mean? And it's just mm-hmm. like. Oh, absolutely. Um. You know, it's tough for me to play a game like that just because, specifically because um, that. Yeah, no, I, I get you on that. It's definitely like it. You, you got to like that play style, right, to really dig into the game. Um, but that being said, if you if you like that play style from everything that I've seen and heard, um, it is right up your fucking alley. So yeah, I've I, heard it's literally the best that they've put out. Like, exactly. it's just a, it's just a, it's just another evolution that takes the gameplay style, adds in the open world, just makes it better and better and better and better. Yeah, and it's a gorgeous looking game. So, at the very least, if you appreciate graphics, like, it's there. So, yeah, but I, I am looking forward to trying it out for myself and and figuring it out. So next week, uh, I'm sure I'll be able to give you guys like a, a decent update on that. You think you're gonna finish Horizon that quickly? Well, no, but I'm I'm gonna dabble a little bit in in the other one just for the sake of, of the show. Like I'll I'll dip my toes in for a little bit. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, I mean, I personally, when it as I said, like I'm I'm don't know. Uh, I, you mentioned before, like you're gonna wait. You might skip over Pokemon to hit the Elden Ring. I've got too much stuff in my backlog between finishing Horizon. Uh, I didn't get the, I didn't finish Sifu before um, Horizon came out, so I haven't had a chance to go back and finish. I was on the last freaking boss, and then Horizon mm. came out. Yeah, I was like, ah, I don't want to go well, back. And you start. have to you have to ditch whatever you're playing for Horizon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I had to ditch for yes, so I had to do that. Um, and then when I finished that, I still have to go back and finish God of War. I know I made the promise. I got to go through it and I got to finish it. I mean, uh, and, God of War is on the same level as Horizon, so I don't know, like, that you should have stuck with. I don't know why you ever pivoted uh, from that. Sifu. Sifu came out. That's why I pivoted from it. Yeah, like, pivoting to fucking Sifu from God of hey, War? Hey, what in the dude, world is that? Sifu. <laughs> I actually may make it Sifu on the PC as well, because somebody showed me an image of a mod 
um, on the PC version of a character that they've added to the game. The dong mod. You immediately make me play. What's that? It's the dong mod. Yeah, no, please. It's the Dark Knight <laughs> mod. Hello. Oh, God. You get to play as Batman. It's the motherfucking Batman. Oh God! So does his does his does he like grow like a beard? That's how it shows he, him getting older. Yeah, I don't know how that happens or what, but um, he just everything gets eventually. Was, eventually, his back is broken. And he's just in a wheelchair. He's just yep, yep. That's basically, <laughs> what happens. Then one of the big dudes grabs him and breaks his back, and then he's done. Like, yeah, that'd be awesome if they got to a point where like Bane just breaks his back, and there's like literally nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Wait, like, is that oh, actually what happens to Batman? In the comics, Batman's bad at one they, point. Yeah. And oh, in the, in, he did it in Dark Knight Rises too. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I I don't think he actually broke his back in Dark Knight. Rises. No, he broke his back. He, no, yeah, he, he did. And back. then the the you know apparently you know supposedly there was a uh, doctor good enough to fix his broken back while in a prison in the desert. Yes, yes that's why that movie right. sucked ass. Or one of Very the good. Very good stuff. Highly plausible. That makes sense. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So speaking of, we, we already talked about it earlier, but speaking of not sucking ass, Horizon Forbidden West, is it good? Is it good? It is fucking fantastic. It is amazing. Yes. Um, we are on the same page about that. What's your what's your favorite thing about it so far? Uh, I'm actually loving kind of like how they've added uh, like some more of the verticality to things. Um, you know, because it's now not just... Uh, you can climb up shit. Like, they, they learned... From I guess they got bested by uh, the Breath of the Wild when it came out. And then you have other games like Genshin where you can literally climb up everything. They've made yeah. it so you're not stuck to the ground and stuck to areas like, no, unless somebody has clearly laid out a path for Aloy, she cannot follow it. Like now I have the right. option to kind of to traverse some hills and cliffs, which to me makes sense. You're not going to be able to climb up everything, but there are a lot of things you can climb up. Um, right. And then additional um, machines and stuff that you can um, override and be able to ride. Uh, that's that's been a lot of fun. But like the, the visuals of the game are, are are amazing. And then I love listening to like the, the different storylines of all the characters um, that are in the game that you interact with, and just hearing you know how they navigate through the world and the stuff. And then like all the tie-ins to the old world, which is you know current times and in the in our near future and how all, a lot of that stuff uh surfaces in this world that is what supposedly thousands of years in the future yeah uh, it yeah all of that stuff is just like exploring the the world and the lore and all that it's just i i i like this world and environment similar to how i liked the world that was created in outriders and that was one of the things that kept me continuously playing that game for a while was to just kind of keep exploring ah, the world and just game. yeah yeah the, well okay the game was shit at the beginning um and they had some problems with it but the one thing they didn't have a problem with that i think everybody kind of like was like the, the story elements of the game yeah um but but like it was just the, the balancing and other crap with that was obviously bugs and shit like that was what blew up outriders but I think at its core, it had a pretty cool and interesting story. Very similar to what's happening in Forbidden West. But Forbidden West doesn't have a lot of shit ton of bugs. Although, I did have one bug where I'm in the middle of a cauldron. And I'm trying to climb up this thing. And the platform, for some reason, didn't render that it was a solid object. So I kept falling through it. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. But apparently, if that happens, just restart from a previous save, which sucked because I had to go back. Right, restart right. from a previous save, and it should eventually fix it. Yeah, or it should fix that enough. thing. Also, don't skip too much during cutscenes because that also can sometimes cause that problem. Like the fact mm. that these are are things is kind of frustrating. Well, what about you? What what was your what are your favorite parts of it? My favorite part is definitely. I mean, like the writing is fun, like uh, really fun. Um, so more of that is is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, I'd probably say for me, I'm a you know I'm a big graphics guy. The graphics in this thing are fucking awesome. I have to say that's probably my favorite thing about it. Just going around, seeing the environment. They put so much work into the environment. And, um, yeah, seeing that play out in the high-fidelity graphics is fucking insane. So, uh, yeah, I've been having a, a good time. Just to, That's part of the problem why it's. I know it's going to take me so long is because I'm just going around and exploring more than I normally would or paying attention to, like, shit that doesn't matter at all more than I would. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally know what you mean. So, um, wh- as far as the combat goes... Like uh-huh. they have the the was it five different trees that you can follow or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and I'm getting the feeling they they put more of an emphasis on the melee combat because it felt like an afterthought in the first game. There was not a lot of melee combat, right? Um, or should I say, it wasn't very effective in the sense that like it was your last resort kind of thing. Whereas mm-hmm. this one, it feels like they give you a viable option. Like if you want to just yeah, if you don't give a shit about running in and and shooting people from a far away or whatever you can like they do it in two ways one they have um the melee the melee combos and skills and abilities that you have and secondly they have bow types that are more short range focused so it's not just about you sitting from afar and plunking people off which is what i usually did was sit back in stealth and hit uh machines and tear the pieces off that i wanted to and then go in and pick it up pick all pick up all the pieces or shoot (laughs) shoot the enemy the humans in the head from far away and they never knew i was there that's yeah, I, I which is an which i think is another thing i like about the game it gives you the option to do either or and you can be successful in both yeah you mentioned the the fact that you know melee doesn't feel like an afterthought now and i think it's definitely true like it definitely felt like an afterthought before like just a little thing to help you out um in the previous one but in this one yeah they they definitely tried to make it much more viable yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely Lots and lots of fun. Uh, so uh, next up, unfortunately, this is probably not going to help anybody who's listening. But uh, tomorrow, February 27th, is Pokemon Day. Uh, they're going to mm-hmm. have a 14-minute message. And expectations as possible. Archaeus DLC info or any anything else coming out of this? I believe this is, was this you, Hebrew? There's... Um, um... So they they've already been like trickling stuff out leading up to this. So I don't know if you guys were following the like Pokemon. Um, uh, was it Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl uh, remakes? You know that came out. Um, Negative. But there was there was one thing that that wasn't in the release that people were like, just you know how these Pokemon fans are. They're just like, <laughs> yes, oh my I god. Do. They remade these games, but they left this one bit out. So I think it was in, so it was Diamond Pearl and then was it Crystal maybe? I don't know. You know, they always release the third one, right? That's like a remaster. Mm-hmm. They added in the, this thing called the Coliseum, which was a, another like PVP environment. 
Um, so they left that out when they released it. So they announced that the Coliseum is indeed coming in the next patch free to all owners of the game. So, oh, okay. So that was cool. Um, there's a um, there's an event in Sword and Shield where you'll be able to get Dynamaxed um, Charizard and a couple of other creature guys that are really hard to get a hold of. Um, which is why people think that this thing that they're showing off specifically tomorrow is going to be Arceus focused, where they'll there people are thinking they may drop information on like a DLC pack, um, whether it's paid or free, nobody knows. But um, that's the speculation. I mean, I guess they mm. could throw out here's the next game, but it seems like it'd be kind of early for pretty that. early for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's probably going to be some type of expansion or something. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to see what what it's going to be. I, I still be, need yeah. to get into the game <laughs> in, in the first place. So my son beat it yesterday. Oh, like really? the main he beat the main storyline, right? Um, and he was friggin' jazzed, man. He was like, "Oh my god, dad, dad, I beat it! Oh my god, I think I beat it!" <laughs> He's like, "I saw credits." I'm like, "Yup." So you beat the storyline. He's like. Well, I guess I'm gonna go keep going. I'm like, there you go. All right. <laughs> so he's been like working on his Pokédex. He's still Gotta playing. Catch them all. Oh yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I had a really like wholesome like like father son moment. So yeah. While I wasn't feeling well, right? He was he he ha- he's like, man, dad, I gotta find a Pikachu, right? Like, I gotta find a Pikachu. Like, where's my friggin' Pikachu? You know. Right. Um, and so I looked it up, and he's apparently he's like a super rare spawn in this particular spot in the very first area. So I taught my I taught him how to reset the zone, right, and how the mm-hmm. the spawn queue works and everything. And I set him on his way. I said, "You go to this place, you sleep until morning. You run over here. If he's not there, you teleport back to the camp, sleep until morning, rinse and repeat till one shows up." Ah, you taught him his first nice. exploit. Yeah, well, it's not an exploit. It's just <laughs> no. It's, what, yeah. Every not morning a, it respawns the Pokemon's, but yeah, yeah, it's not a malicious one, right? Um, so he, I mean, he was doing this for a long time. I don't know exactly how long, but in eight-year-old time, it was an eternity, and he was getting pissed and mm-hmm. sad and like just all kinds of butt hurt over this, right? So I, and I, you know, I'm sitting there like with this crazy fever, like delirious as hell. And I'm just like, dude, bring me my switch. So he brings me my switch and I'm like, just sit in the bed. We'll just do it together. Right. Mm -hmm. So you do it on your switch. I'll do it on mine. And if I get him, I will just run to town and we'll do a trade and you can have him. So I literally like boot up, run out there, Pikachu, catch him with one ball, done. And he was oh, wow. both extremely <laughs> elated and also hellaciously pissed off. He was like, <laughs> what? That was your first time. I'm like, yeah, bro. Easy peasy. Super easy. Barely an inconvenience. He was, I'm like, you must not have been doing it right. <laughs> just, no, he, see, was, he was you so just mad. Up, so then, so then, but then, so then, so then I go, I go, all right. So I'm going to just give this one to him, right? So it's a girl. It's got the little heart tail. I give it to him, and I'm like, all right, now I'm going to go get one for me. I reset that shit for 20 minutes. I was like, I'm done. Turn it off. Put it back on the dock. 
took a nap. I was like, I'm not going to sit and try and find this idiot for the next God knows how long. So it was just one of those like kismet dad moments where you get to be the hero for like half a second for like doing absolutely nothing. And then the game is like, cool, you gave that to your son, get fucked. And now you never get it again. Yeah, you you basically so I will never red star on yeah. your first go. And I will never see a Pikachu again, and that's just the way it is. And I'm okay with that because he was happy. <laughs> yeah, you probably saw Pikachu has left the game. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. You caught the only female Pikachu, but there were no males. There's no procreation, so no. More yeah, exactly. They're dying out in your world. Good fucking luck. You just <laughs> traded the last one. The final Pokemon. Anyway. I mean they. Even if that was the case. Life uh, finds a way. <laughs> oh, God. Nice. You, I, if you've been waiting to use that one, haven't you? Nope. Nope. Literally, it just hit me as you guys are talking about okay. female Pikachus. I knew I had that in, in, the, uh, I don't know. in the files. Yeah, I'm surprised that you have that because it's such a specific quote. Like, I am... I'm surprised that you had that one ready. You gotta um, have at least one that, Jeff Goldblum something on there. Oh, you, oh yeah. You could pick something from Ragnarok easy. There's so many lines from Ragnarok there. Oh, I I could, but like some of the more popular Jeff Goldblum is that one, and then there's so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park was amazing, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean Goldblum was in the new in one. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. Oh, watch out. <laughs> Unfortunately, I saw the freaking trailer for that. God dang it, and it was spoiled. It's like you guys suck. Oh come on. You knew no, that was all of happening. the all of the wonder happens in the trailer. So then I'm like, great, great. You now I'm excited. I've seen the trailer. The trailer got me excited, but now the rest of the movie is just, when this happens, it's not as it doesn't have the same impact. Now you can be <laughs> excited to see it. See, actually, you know what? Now, this is my this is my best argument for it so far. Okay, well, okay. Listen. In, if you're in the movie and you see it, you only get to be excited for that second in the movie because you're like, oh, and then it's over. If you see it in the trailers, you're sitting there and you can be excited for it the entire time because you're like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. How are they going to do it? All this kind of stuff. So you're super excited to get way more enjoyment out of the whole thing because you have a wait to see how it's implemented rather than plus just all like, your oh, plus all your hype train leading up to going to see the movie between the exactly. trailer and the movie. That's why I've always. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said earlier, like it's so much more entertaining to be able to speculate and stuff like that because. You get so much more. It's like you're really getting so much more longevity out of it that way, rather than it being like, oh, and then it's over. So take it as you will. I'll so do you get? Yeah. Let me ask. Let me ask you a question real quick. Do you get more annoyed when you get spoiled inadvertently versus like consciously watching a trailer? Oh, I guess yeah, definitely when it's spoiled so inadvertently. Like, you know, there's those. There's the Thor loving thunder like character spoiler from the toys right that everyone's like god damn it you know yeah no you, that you know what i'm talking about off. yeah Did, no you know what I don't, i'm talking and about? i don't want to know oh, what get, uh, you suck no 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 Look i don't toys. Know, <laughs> no. Toys. No, now that you've told me about it i will Look avoid looking at the and don't send me any fucking links or link me to it because then i'll be really pissed. oh it's i'm sure you already know what it is but i won't ask you i'm I'm pretty certain because there's been a lot of speculation prior to that uh, well, you know, when I they mean, first talked about it. Yeah, and and the person, I mean, and you know that the person's in the movie, so it's like yeah, you know where it's yeah. going. 
anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, but that kind of speculation is one thing. Like, you say, hey, this person's been cast in the film. That's kind of hard to avoid. Like, and this is the character that they're going to be playing. Great. Then you'd be like, oh, that's cool. But if that stuff isn't, like, released or announced, but then they kind of hint at it in the trailer, then I'm like, eh. I like, feel like okay. you're walking here, here. a super thin line. <laughs> it's like, it, on the it, razor blade. Yeah. You literally like, just cut your is. foot in half, bro. <laughs> but so 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 here's here's my point. Here's my point. We were talking about Spider-Man earlier. So, mm-hmm. right? Everybody knew about several characters, the play or actors that were going to be in despite all of the mis- the the misleading and and misdirection of them not. But then there was speculation that one might have been in there. There was a conversation like, well, how does Peter get out of this situation? Blah, blah, blah. And people were like, well, I could see this happening this way. That didn't bother me because then when it happened in the movie, I was like, oh shit, there it is. Like, oh shit, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But when everybody else showed up, I was like, oh, oh that's cool. Kind of thought it, but it's it's still kind of cool. It's nice, but it didn't have that same impact. Mm. I think I think you're you're missing out on whatever, them, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. On right. next. Um, speaking of speaking of missing out, uh, guess what's going to happen in 2023? Everyone's going to be missing out on Call of Duty. There will be no mainline Call of Duty game released in 2023. You know, 2022. I'm okay with that? No, 2023. I thought it was 20. I thought it's this holiday season. There's not a Call of Duty game. No, no, this, this hall is, this, there is still a, it's the, it's the, the 20th anniversary and the 20th anniversary is 20, is 2000, it's 2023. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, right. it is, it's 2023, you're right. Yeah, there's still a 2022 game that's coming out, but it, it hasn't been announced yet. Um, it's an untitled Modern Warfare sequel, so whatever. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's, Modern Modern Warfare, it's, Modern, it's Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. Yeah. <laughs> so, like how many, how many uh, times are they going to go back to Modern Warfare? Well, I mean, they literally just went back to it in 2019 and they have yeah. Modern Warfare 2 and 3. So, I mean, obviously, we go to Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. and call it the same thing. Yeah. My yeah, favorite th- is they didn't they didn't even change the title because that was called Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare and this was just Call yeah. of Duty Modern Warfare. Modern. But Call so of Duty then, Modern Warfare 2 was didn't have a number so now what are they going to do yeah uh it's going to be call of duty modern warfare 2.2 no they're going to call it d it's going to be like hot shots (laughs) modern warfare d yeah it's going to be modern warfare part d uh i'm okay with there not being another call of duty i'm so call of duty out dude every single year i mean it's it's insane yeah i was gonna say it's like it's and i'm not surprised because you literally had a call of duty every single year since 2003 yeah, it's so absurd. So I say I'm all for it. Like I say, good, break it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think uh, actually, the, I'm sorry, I think I it's it also good for the developers. You it know, is the, the oh. pressure of having to turn a game every year. Yeah. Especially with how much it takes to make these games now is just ridiculous, and the fact that you know the campaigns are just getting shorter because of that. So you've got like a four or five hour campaign and then it's really just all about the multiplayer. It's like, well, if that's the case, like why am I paying 70 bucks for four hours of campaign just so I don't miss out on the new multiplayer? Just stay with the old multiplayer. Everyone's playing Warzone anyway. 
Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> playing Black Ops 3 multiplayer. <laughs> you know, but I mean, seriously, nobody's playing like, you know, Call of Duty Vanguard multiplayer. They're just all playing Warzone. Yeah, true. So. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Uh, so sticking with shooters and story, uh, Destiny 2 released the Witch Queen expansion. And apparently yeah. it's supposed to be really cool. Yeah, moving from a, you know, pretty shitty shooter to what is now a very good shooter being Destiny 2. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm pretty. I mean, I'm I'm glad that they came out with the expansion. The story mode's amazing on this game. If you've been able to stick through it long enough to, you know, get to this point, it's just, it's just so long at this point. You know, if you were to hop in, um, and and you wanted to do the narrative for this, like grind it all out, it would take so long, right? Because there's like fucking eight goddamn expansions that you'd have to be going through. Maybe even legitimately more. I don't know how many expansions there's been, but it could perceivably actually be more than eight. Um, but yeah, like either way, you know, this is moving into a big era, the Witch Queen. Um, I think this is, I don't know if anyone, you know, remembers any of this stuff, but this is the sister. I think her name is Savatun. It's the sister of the Ruined King. So. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know if that means shit to any of you guys, but nope. Um, or maybe it might, might not be the ruin. Uh, I might be getting uh, Ruined King pulling that from League of Legends. That's it was that's League of Legends, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think it, it might be the name of of both. Um, oh, okay. God damn it! Now I I've got my IPs mixed up, so I don't know. It was something King for. Oh man, this is terrible. Anyways, nah. really, I'm about to, I'm I'm about to have to look it up. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna look time it up for the clickety clack. Um, in a second, I'll let you guys talk about it. But yeah, basically for this one, I want to get it and I want to be involved in it. Taken King, just what, what, Taken King. Thank you very much, Taken King. You're welcome, Jesus. Thank you. I didn't have to look that up. I just was waiting for the right time to say it. Oh, man. You had it the whole time? Ugh. I did. God damn. I did. Um, anyways, okay. So, yeah. This is the Taken King, King's sister. Um, the okay. story is actually really fucking good if you have the time to invest to actually get to know it. But I'm talking like hundreds and hundreds of hours of YouTube video yeah. content that you have to really get through to uh, but the pro- And the it. problem is with the with the way they've, they're doing the game now, they actually have cut out a bunch of the early game content. Yes. Like you can't yes. play earlier story missions and campaigns. No, you can't. No, you literally you can't? can't anymore. Yeah, they have now... now with this one rolling out, there is entire sections of the game where the planets are just gone now. The entire oh, planet is wow. gone. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I remember that part now. Yeah, okay. There's a list so, of it, but they, so basically, what they do is when a new expansion comes out, they sunset some old piece of content because they just said in their in their the, what they're saying is the game is too big. Yeah, you know, it's it's too much. Um, that's such a shame because then it's really disjointed uh, narratively so incredibly just disjointed narratively so that is a weird pill to swallow but um, well I guess the alternative is disjointed narrative or players get frustrated because it takes too long but yeah but here's the thing you can skip it all optional yeah Yeah, they had to skip it all okay okay 
Okay. So well, I mean, that, yeah, it was okay sense. before, but I guess now it seems like the real limiting factor is just the game is is just big. It's not. I, as I recall, as I recall, they do the same thing that WoW does with when you buy the expansion, you get a boost for a character where you can just basically yes. become the yeah, base sure. level yeah. for that expansion and just skip everything right up to there, and it'll give you like the base item gears, and you're ready to just go right into the expansion. Yes. Okay. That so is, if you're if you're case. if you're an active player and let's say you only have one character, now you can get a second class instantly boosted up. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, so. I, I bought the last one and I told myself I was going to get into it. I played it for a bit, um, but yeah, I just couldn't couldn't get through it all because I just even though I know there was like a you know resets never basically it's like a soft reset for everyone because everyone's going back up to the new thing now and you can start at the same level. I just still felt like there's still farming the old ones that you can do too and the old raids and stuff like that. And if, if you don't know raids, they're fucking complicated in, in Destiny. Like it actually takes a while to learn it, um, the routine for all of them. And if you don't know it, it can be really hard to get groups. I don't even know if they've, uh, before, whenever I played, there wasn't even a way to natively find groups. You there's a Sherpa go. system now, which okay, that's cool. So, so a, a, an elder player can tag themselves as a Sherpa, and um, they just have to meet some criteria, having like earned certain achievements in that content, and then you can sign up to basically join one of these groups of Sherpas. So they basically will drag you through the content, knowing that they're going to be paired with someone who has not, who has possibly never been in there. But they're basically tagging themselves as experienced enough to basically carry an extra player through. That's wow. so rough, though, because like if you get a, a group of people who like don't know what's going on, like bring dragging them through it can be rough as fuck. I remember I used to, you know, I had a lot of friends that played Destiny Two whenever it originally came out, and for the first one, um, for the first raid, like when once I learned it, I was dragging my friends through it, and man, like that thing was a, like completing it was legit very fucking difficult even with everyone trying their their hardest if they just weren't that great at the game so yeah i don't know if they've adjusted some things yeah i think there's also i think it limits how many non-sherpas can grow with the sherpa so you won't be like one sherpa with three like okay that's you know what i mean you'll end up being like two or three sherpas with one you know (laughs) nub sack (laughs) <laughs> right <laughs> okay um so yeah you have that uh but either way you know it's um you know it's a, it's a great great game but like definitely if you're interested in it go check it out because it is yeah i tried to go back game. to the last expansion because i really wanted to play the cade storyline yeah. you know mm, so i bought the, the last ex- good i played that one i got the last expansion and i started going through the storyline and then i just realized i was like dude i've got like three storylines worth of crap to get through you know, and then I have to grind gear and do all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? I just don't have time for this. And I, I hung it up and I didn't even finish it. And I was like, the thing is, is like, now you look at it and you go, well, crap, I'm on a time limit before they delete this content. Or yeah, did I already miss it? I don't even yeah. know. I'd have to look up like, is that content gone now? So it's just like Destiny got has a lot going for it. And it's one of those games where if you stuck with it, knocked out the campaigns real fast, and then casually played it. I think you could definitely get a lot out of it. The game is fantastic. Um, the gunplay is good. The you know the story writing is good. The lore is good. It's just you definitely need to put the time in, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I know when Destiny, like, I've kind of decided 
I'm going to wait till Destiny 3 comes out, assuming that there is going to be a Destiny 3. If that comes out, I'm going to hop on that train, and I'm not going to leave this time. Because I did with Destiny 1, I played it at the beginning, and then I got bored of it, I dropped it, and because I was waiting for new content to come out, then I kind of picked it up, picked, put it down, picked it up, put it down, and then with Destiny 2, I hopped in hardcore at the beginning, and then I dropped it, and I never got quite back into it again. So, yeah, I think I'm just waiting for Destiny 3 at this point. But I think that does it for everything to talk about today, right? Yep, it's time to wrap it up. Wrap it up indeed. What is that from? That is Chappelle Show, baby. Wait, say it, do it again, do it again, do it again. Uh, wrap it up. I don't remember which episode that's from. Oh, dude, it's from the skit where uh, they were talking about how in uh, award ceremonies, people mm-hmm. go on too long and they play the music. So you have the wrap it up in a box where you hit the thing and it just starts playing the music and people need you just telling them, hey, man, it's going on too long. Let's let's call it. Let's end it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that one. I'm actually going to have to YouTube that. Oh, one. yeah. You um, got to go. Watch. Yeah. 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 Watch yeah. that one again. It's funny. All right. Well, anyways, for this episode, guys, that is going to be all. Thank you so much for joining in. We really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, we will see you guys next week. Later. Peace.